0: This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not.
1: And I'm Grace Duffy. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on the world of social media. And because we are Social Media News Live, we are coming to you today with a roundup of all the social media news that we I don't want to say missed. You didn't really miss it. But there's certainly a lot going on. And we're offering you. We wanted to do this roundup today or this week uh, of all the news that's been going around. There's definitely a lot to talk about.
0: And it always is a changing. Uh, and, and in fact, um, if you guys are watching this, hopefully I am at the, on the stage right now at VidFest uh, over in Orlando. I'm excited to be there. So if you're watching the replay, thank you so much for doing that. I also want to do a big thank you and shout out to our friends over at. ECAM. You can find out more about them at socialmedianews.live.com forward slash ECAM. They're amazing. They sponsor the show each week. They are what makes the show possible. What are the platform we are streaming on, where I can bring Grace up on screen and have lower thirds and all the cool stuff. But right now, they're doing a really neat thing with our friend Stephanie lou If you go to ECAM.tv forward slash live selling, they're talking all about live selling and not just Amazon Live. Uh, All this new live selling that's coming across is kind of a a phenomena over in the Asian markets. Well, brands here in the States are taking notice and... Uh, they're really starting to ramp up their presence. So if you have any interest in live selling or if you want to kind of be on the cutting edge of all that kind of stuff, make sure you go to ecam.tv forward slash live selling. Uh, it's a great series. It's, it's, it's going to be a total eight-week series by Stephanie Liu. I think this uh, there's probably six, five or six left. So you can go back and watch the replays, but make sure you guys go check that out at ecam.tv forward slash live selling. Once again, thank you to uh, our friends over at ekm for uh, sponsoring the show, socialmedianewslive.com forward slash ECAM. All right, Grace, social media news roundup. So much stuff yeah. is going on. Um, we haven't really skipped over it, but we just like to kind of, there's so much stuff going on that we want to kind of, you know, package it all together for easy, easy digestion, I guess, yeah. is what we're talking about. So
1: I guess I guess every once in a while, we should do a show on social media news, right? Yeah, (laughs) exactly,
0: we do talk about social media news, but this is like news news, like news news. So we're going to be talking right about for this first time, TikTok. So kind of break down all this TikTok news that we got going on.
1: Absolutely, Jeff. Well, as you know, TikTok has been spending a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money on creators. I think uh, all the sites, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok have all understood for a very long time that people come to their platforms for the content. They come to see interesting people like us, they come to (laughs) see their friends, they come to see influencers talking about the different things that they love, They, they wanna see creators. TikTok, of course, has been the most ambitious and intentional about rewarding creators. And this past week, they launched something called Branded Mission, which is their creator creator monetization and a user-generated content promotion process. Now that's a lot to digest. It sounds very, very dense, but right. let me break it down to you and break it down for you. It gives smaller creators the opportunity to be discovered by brands. So they're rolling out this new feature that makes it easier for brands to connect with creators, especially those with smaller followings. So TikTok is making it easier for them to make money off of their clips and then enable I guess en- enable them essentially to be part of these brand content challenges. And then the brands themselves have all of this user generated content that uh, they can then use within their promotional marketing campaigns. Uh, creators who are at least 18 years old and have at least a thousand followers, which, you know, in TikTok parlance is not really <laughs> not that too many, big. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not too big, right? It's pretty easy to have that. And uh, you're eligible to participate in these branded missions. It is the uh, TikTok says that it is the first industry first ad solution that enables advertisers to crowdsource authentic content from creators on TikTok. So
0: so I like this because they once again the more stuff they do for creators, the other platforms have to take notice and hopefully starts paying, you know, creators more and anything. So in fact, I think um Pinterest has a creator program where they're actually paying uh, creators now and i think that is because of all the creator funds and stuff that we've been seeing over on on tiktok because i think until this happened if this wouldn't happen i don't think those other platforms would do it so i think no. it's it's all good I I think think.
1: TikTok is eating everyone's lunch. I think they've shown that, like having this content-first attitude, because on TikTok you're not following the people necessarily. Although you know you do find people that you like, you're following the type of content, the topics. Uh, But there's an interesting stat that I found in us from Sprout Social some research that they did, where they're saying that um, micro influencers, and by that they're saying people with under fifteen thousand followers so just these micro influencers what they've identified uh generates let me look at this uh 13.8 billion dollars of revenue for brands yeah working with these micro influencers 13.8 billion dollars on these brands so and then i have some other insights on smaller content but yeah i have you ever i want to ask have you Found, discovered any new products use it because of TikTok or because any of these other platforms that you're really like you wouldn't have known about if you hadn't encountered that content or that person talking about it.
0: I, I don't know if there's any brand. But I, most of my TikTok viewing comes from my daughter foring me funny things. So <laughs> I don't know if there's anything. You know, there may be in some like tools in some ways that people are telling stories. That I've liked over there but nothing not like Instagram I mean I still think most of the things that I see or purchase or ads that I like are um, on Instagram now Instagram has a lot more ads I it feels to me than what I yeah. get on TikTok, and so maybe that's why but uh, I'm sure they're going to ramp it up but I, I mean once again I think it's it's all good for creators um, mm-hmm. t- 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 to have this this competition so
1: Absolutely good. It's a lot of, and it's, and it enables people to make a living out of this because it does take time to create content. It does take time to, you know, you look at the, some of the stuff, it's like what, 30 seconds, one minute, three minutes. It takes so long to just film those. It's like, It probably takes me a lot. It would take me longer to do a one minute video for TikTok than to do like two live streams in a day with you, Jeff. So- That's true. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, it's true. So one of the things that I think is really interesting is that they're really diving into what we call those micro influencers. And we've talked about this on the show a lot before, When especially I'm, I'm thinking back to like Neil Schaefer when he was on. He talked a lot about the different sizes of influencers and how brands are really going uh towards those and so if you haven't listened to that one make sure you go back into our catalog and find the one with neil Schaefer because he's a he, that's kind of his specialty but i think yeah. it's really cool that tiktok is is diving into those because it typically those smaller influencers have greater reach um they're yeah. not they're the comments aren't drowned out and all this stuff and so i think that this is going to be coming more and more prevalent is that um these micro influencers thousand followers are or, or, or a little bit more are going to have a a real good voice and actually get paid. Like kind of what we're seeing on some of the other platforms like Pinterest and and YouTube Pinterest. I'm sorry. I go back to Pinterest, but because I got in the beta, I kind of can see behind the scenes. The thing I Mm -hmm. like about it, it was like they had challenges and you would have a dollar figure associated with those challenges and it didn't have to deal with your follower account. It was like, if you post one, one idea pin a week for a month, you get X amount of money, which is really, really cool. I like that. It's a transactional thing it feels like a contract. And so mm-hmm. I think more and more things are going to happen for these smaller influencers, and it's going to be create better content. So
1: anyway. well, do you remember that story we did at the beginning of the year about the leggings that sold out, like some influencer right? TikTok, right. Yeah, like, yeah. and it just sold out those leggings for like four months. And I don't want to say it was like a nobody because it was just someone I wasn't familiar right. with, but it was someone that like, she just i don't even think she was well, talking about them i think she just had them right it's the same so. thing
0: when they do those those uh recipes that trend like you can't find those ingredients because it's trending on tiktok that frothy yeah. coffee stuff that one kind of coffee you're supposed to make i mean that yeah and stuff like that that goes that goes crazy so um nice. one of the other things that just broke so this is kind of just breaking news uh as of w- when we recorded the show is that tiktok is also testing gaming uh, they're doing this in Vietnam, and they say it's ahead of a major push into the space. So uh, this a company representative confirmed test of HTML5 minigames saying, we're always looking to enrich our platform and regularly test new features, blah, blah, blah. Same thing they always say. But another report from TechCrunch said, sources the product intelligent firm Watchful which says TikTok is working on a number of features for live streaming, which, of course, for us is very, mm. very cool. They include games to help streamers engage with their viewers, including Pictionary-like games, a treasure box gifting experience that doled out coins to random viewers after a set period of time, and a shopping experience allowing uh, viewers to browse through products from a live stream. Mm. So we talked earlier about Ecamm and the thing that Stephanie Liu is doing, this live stream shopping, but also this ways to engage. In- Engage people. Uh, One of my, I talk about him all the time because I think he does really cool stuff. Lou Mangello does a trivia thing now where the audience can vote and the people, it's crowdsourced and it tallies and all this stuff is coming out, these third-party tools to allow engagement. It's right on the backs of the stuff that's going on over at Twitch um, and the stuff they can do with gamers and coins and tip jars and all that kind of stuff. And it's moving into kind of the general public with some really cool interactive storytelling engagement kind of stuff and i think it's so cool because uh being able to interact with your audience like that i mean jim and chris who we had on two weeks ago um have this wheel of wonder where if you follow them on amazon live they'll spin the wheel and you'll win a prize usually it's one of the products in their carousel so that kind of stuff i just really think is cool and tiktok adding gaming they're already killing it and i think the other platforms are going to be scrambling to catch up so what do you think grace
1: Oh, I think that was great. I was just thinking about like if uh, gaming content on on TikTok. I wonder if I could just like do TikToks about my daily wordles. I think <laughs> oh, if I did that, I, are you I a wordle? I, are you a wordle junkie? I, I am a I wordle am junkie. It's- it's, it's, but I really think that if I was to do a TikTok and I revealed the answer, like I'd be breaking some sort of social contract. <laughs> you would know, like, like spoiler alert,
0: yeah. Probably. Spoiler
1: alert, right? Or, yeah. there, or someone sees it or whatever, or they're like, "Oh my gosh, she can't spell." But, so, uh. No, I'm, so I'm interested to see how this would roll out. And you mentioned Twitch, and a lot of Twitch is like it is about. Gaming, mm-hmm. but it's more of like the interactive gaming, and I'm just wondering, like you know, how that like yeah, you I have be able to stream games or something like that. So,
0: but you know, TikTok has the money, the funds, and the technology to do yeah. this kind of stuff, and so uh, when the HTML5 is kind of general, I think is when they said it was built on. We should ask your husband because he's like Mr. Game Gamer, Builder. he's a yeah. gaming
1: person. Yeah. yeah,
0: but the gaming, so like like. What was really intriguing to me is that when it doled out coins to random viewers, like yeah, it's almost like a lottery, like and that in- keeps people on your live stream. I just think stuff like that is really, really cool. That we've kind of had to jury rig before, so I think this kind of stuff would be really, really cool. So that's okay. the breaking news on TikTok. Some more news is that TikTok has adds adds new tools to better enable users to credit originators of like trends and stuff. So. Uh, one of the things amid TikTok's meteoric rise, one element that has been criticized for is its application of trends without credit to the originators. I mean, this is specifically highlighted in the platform's trending dance moves with creators from black communities, in particular calling on TikTok to do more to acknowledge the origins of such within the app. A lot, yeah, I've seen a lot of dancers like, hey, that's my dance. What are you doing? Not to me, because that I don't <laughs> dance. But anyway, but uh, daddy don't dance. <laughs> uh and mama don't rock and roll launch uh they're, they're going to launch some new tools to better enable users to credit trend originators uh, uh with new educational prompts and videos that explain the importance of doing that so tiktok says with the launch of these crediting tools creators will have the ability to directly tag mention and credit a video in their description showcasing the diverse voices on the platform and the strength of our community. Whether are taking part of the latest trend, adding a punchline to a joke or creating the next viral sound, creators can easily and directly cite their inspiration. So very, very cool that they're, you know, I, the, you already had to do this with music. You have to use it like from their library and all that kind of stuff. So this added step to give credit, I think it's really, really cool because, you know, sometimes you even felt like, is this, I, I, you don't even know where it came from. Like, right how right. would you even figure it out? So uh, being able to tag people and at mention them, uh, I think is really, really cool and will give credit to where credit's due. So.
1: Yeah, oh no, absolutely. So I see why creators are originators of trends really would care about this tool. And I think it's a great move on behalf of TikTok to bring when it also brings attention to their best creators, their most, and to point pinpoint who is starting things, who are starting the trends, right? We always get asked on the show, like, how do you hop on a trend? Well, these are the people that are starting trends, but why do you think this would matter for like a company or a brand that's on TikTok, Jeff?
0: Well, for me, one, it just makes it feel safer. Like you're always worried. I mean, I've had friends who've like, they've been filming something outside or in a Disney park or something and some music goes by and their stream is shut down Mm -hmm. because of the copyright claims or whatever. So I think giving credit where credit to do is important. But before it's just, there's no way to really find out. The other thing is if marketers are smart and they, you know, our friends that do a good job creating trends or having something go viral, let's say Molly Mahoney, who's been on the show before, and Ian with his funny music that he does uh, for his stories and stuff, if they get credit and then they get somebody tagging onto it, that to me is a good thing. I think it's, there's no downside for me for a mar- as a marketer. One, I'm giving credit to people. I'm protecting myself that I'm not going to, you know, hey, that's mine. I'm going to do a lawsuit. And two, you have a chance of, if you're really creative, having something you do go viral. So that's what I think.
1: Or to find who is latching on to the trend, or yeah. building trends, or you know, how, like talking about uh, your company, or talking about you know, as or whatever it is that you're selling, right? So if I was yeah. doing something for restream, like find out the people who are making really great content about live streaming, and then invite them to come, either showcase, you'll be able to showcase them or have them showcase us. I think it is absolutely cool, and,
0: and I think it's also going to help. Uh, in the long run, influencers. So yeah. if a brand is wanting to partner with an influencer and they can go back and see, well, oh, this person has done like five trending things in the last three months, it's not going to be so much based on follower count. It's going to be like, oh, these people started something and it could take off and they could maybe do that for my brand. And instead of like buying followers or have artificially inflated you know, numbers, this, you can say like, oh, I've gone here, check my I've been tagged on this, you know, this many times. This is how good my content is. So I think it's going to help influencers out as well.
1: Absolutely. I love it. So good. Th- I think that's a roundup of TikTok. Yeah, news that we tons of week. stuff. Yep. Yeah,
0: very, tons very, very of cool. Stuff.
1: So moving on to YouTube, which is our favorite channel, my favorite channel. That's, I don't know. That's, I know the, yours that's
0: what you work on. I, that,
1: that's my favorite channel. Yeah. Uh, yours is Pinterest. I yeah. know that. I know that. So, uh, YouTube launched a co-stream for live shopping. Are we noticing a trend here? Mm-hmm. Everyone is catching on to the live the live shopping fire. So, in recent years, YouTube has been working to transform the platform into more of a shopping destination with product launches like shoppable ads, and more recently, the ability to shop directly from live streams hosted by creators. So, YouTube. Uh, teased an upcoming feature that it would make it easier for viewers to discover and buy with brands. So this is not available yet. It was just announced at a... um I, I forgot the event, but it was like some big press event. So this feature, explained by YouTube, would allow two creators. So if Jeff and I both had individual YouTube channels, we can both go on live at the same time to host a single mm-hmm. co-shopping, co-hosted live shopping event. And this would effectively double the draw for the event. So Jeff would bring his audience, I would bring my audience, and then each creator would be able to bring their fan base to the stream. And then, but I see this as a marketer as a good opportunity for co-marketing campaigns and collaborations. So um, something like, uh, gosh, what's what's a good product that we love on YouTube? So like, yeah, restream, right? Like yeah. restream, right? So, well, we do a lot of this anyway, because we're a live streaming platform. So I was thinking more of like a, well, like your woodworking that you used to do, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you were to do your woodworking show and I was and I was co co-streaming it with you, and I was interviewing you and talking to you about it. And we we're both bringing our audience and selling Knives and sandpapers and different things that you're using, right, right. Uh, you know that would that would be a good opportunity. And so, if one of the knife companies that you work with was to partner with you on that, then they would be able to bring their audience and highlight you. I think there's just a lot of different opportunities. So, yeah. I'm curious to see what will happen with this once it does become available. I think it's something that they are, uh, they but they definitely have their eye on live shopping and live streaming.
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool. One of the things. Shout out to Grace's company Restream. Uh, io. The the cool thing that you can do with Restream pairs now is share the audiences too. It's not a true like, I mean, collaboration like you were talking about, but it does allow us to share. Like when we have guests on, they share it to their platforms, and it really does yeah. help increase the audience. So big shout out to Restream pairs for that. That's a really cool feature. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be something for YouTube. Um, th- and, and this next feature, you want to go ahead and go ahead and start with that because it kind of yeah. plays right into that. So, well, there was a lot of YouTube. Games, there was the a lot of so YouTube we- stuff. Yeah. So, YouTube's player also gained some new features, including, including most replayed video chapters, single loop, and, and a couple other things. So, now YouTube will now highlight the most replayed parts of videos in its web player and mobile apps. This feature was previously available as an experience, uh, experiment for YouTube premium subscribers, but is launching for all users as of May 18th. So if you don't have it yet, go to your app and refresh and see if uh, it's there. And while creators will often, like what we do for our show, we often segment their longer videos into chapters or link to select parts via timestamps. This new uh, feature aims to make it possible for users to scrub through any YouTube video to quickly find the most interesting parts. Now these segments may or not always correlate to where the chapters or the timestamps would be located either, particularly in the case of certain video segments going viral, for example. And another uh, added feature is called single loop will now allow users to put an individual video on endless repeat. To access this feature, you select the option from the same menu where you can adjust the video quality, turn on captions and more. So, um, It's really interesting about this. Uh, um, One of the other things is, I know Luria was testing it on her channel, is that you can kind of do a Twitch thing where you can send uh, after your show like to another channel, which is kind of cool to help build things up. But it's really interesting to me. And we talked earlier about TikTok making it more competitive for other other platforms. And I'm wondering some of this is because of TikTok. Because remember... Tick. I mean, on YouTube, you kind of were were uh, got benefited from having a longer video. The longer you would yeah. keep them on the platform, the better. This seems to be kind of edging a little away from that. Like, go to the what's most played, scrub to the the, the most intense part, and that's I think come from users' attention spans <laughs> that are yeah. shorter than yeah. goldfish now. And so, what do you think <laughs> about that, Grace? I mean, I, I think it's interesting, but I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to play catch up or is this something new? I don't know.
1: Well, it'd be interesting, and I didn't see any of in this mention any of the stories. But would it allow you to take that most highlighted part and just export it immediately as a as a short? Like,
0: well, the the interest the things with shorts though is they're they're vertical video, and so I don't know if so I don't know. So it Hmm. just seems like YouTube's hedging its bets, and I don't know if that's going to be um there's going to be a lot of changes coming to youtube to become um because i believe this last week or somewhere i read that like tiktok's overtaken youtube and watch time or something like that
1: oh yeah it has Uh,
0: and so that's got to make them nervous because you know a lot of youtube and google as a company's uh, incomes comes from ads on youtube so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i don't know uh it's going to be interesting
1: I just I think that this would be very helpful for bless you. I think this would be very helpful for um, if you're creating if you're creating more entertainment content mm-hmm. to figure out what part of that content is is repeat that people are watching over and over again or what. um or, you know, what really resonates with your particular audience. So for me, I think as someone who drives our video strategy, I would want to know what's really getting people's attention so we can make more of it or try to incorporate whatever that is into different things, or maybe it was just like this little piece of a tutorial. Like a lot of the content we create over at Restream Mm -hmm. is tutorials, company, you know, video tutorials on our product. And so maybe it's something that people are just like, oh, what was that again? What was that again? So maybe it gives us information of how to drive our video content. So here's
0: the question for you. Do you think that it's becoming split between TikTok is where you go for entertainment and YouTube is where you go to find out how to do something?
1: Oh, I definitely think so. I think YouTube is definitely where you go to learn something, right? Right. So uh, there's a lot of home uh, renovation content that I am attracted to, I'm drawn to on YouTube, right? People that have renovated their kitchens. And I always am like searching in their profile, like, do you have a YouTube channel? Because sure, that's really cool to watch that really fast, you know, fast, you know, work. have Mm -hmm. you do a closet really fast. But like, I need to know what steps you need to take, right? (laughs) So I think that when you are creating that, tutorial content i'm gonna stick stick with my home renovation one you need a youtube channel so that you can walk people through each individual part and that's where people are going to stay that's yeah. where people are going to want to watch and um and i think youtube does favor longer content because they can run ads on it yeah. right well
0: so, and, and also youtube still is where you go to search it's yeah. got the search stuff it's google it's search search stuff yeah um if tiktok really like dives into search and making discoverability something right now it's kind of it feels like it's fed to you i mean i know you can go search for stuff, but it's fed like most of the time people stick on their home screen and just flip their thumb because it's mindless and the next one's just as funny and it keeps going 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 youtube's like how do i replace this doorknob you know and so i don't know
1: the searchability on youtube so i can search I mean, what, not YouTube, sorry, TikTok is I can search for an individual person, but then I have to right. go through their whole catalog to figure out what was that thing they said what was that or, um, or like a hashtag, right? But if yeah. there's no hashtag and I don't really know who created it and I have some sense of like what it was about, good luck finding it, right? Yeah. Good luck finding it. Whereas on YouTube, like here's the video that you wanted and here's the clip that you saw and did you want to watch it again? And by the way, here's 15 other videos about that same topic. <laughs> right, right. right. I that. And I think about, okay, our friend, Roger, Roger. Wakefield. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I'd like, I mean, his content is not something I want to watch on YouTube. Like if I need to fix a toilet, we're going to, we're going to talk about this step-by-step Roger. We're going to go step by step by the way. So, uh, he's doing
0: a good job over on TikTok too, like getting you interested in, I mean, some of the stuff that he says, look what I found here. And you're like,
1: Oh my gosh, that toilet's horrible.
0: You know? And so, (laughs) I mean, that kind of stuff is like, he's, he's a genius at this. Oh uh, so he, he's very, very but good, it's,
1: but his stuff is drawing you in. Like it's either drawing you to his business, right. Drawing you to him or drawing. you So like if he finds this trades, weird thing, right. Yeah. He finds this weird thing. I'm going to go over to his YouTube channel to like, go figure out how to fix that weird thing mm-hmm. in my house. So yeah, yeah. I think it's just, uh, it's all about creating a content strategy that works with each other. Like everything yeah. has to feed everything else. So, That's a good point. um, I think you need both. You need yeah. both. You need yeah. both.
0: All right. You're going to talk about YouTube shorts because there's some some stats that you had that I thought were interesting because, of course, this is a direct, you know, takeoff of TikTok content. So um, interesting. Yeah.
1: So... Uh, YouTube revealed that Shorts gains 30 million views per day, uh, but unfortunately these views do not count towards monetization. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> so it's and so, uh, you know, and then also the, the other update was that YouTube Shorts is, they're trying to add more uh, of that TikTok feel. They are trying to compete with it, and they're starting to create this green screen feature. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was really the update, was that it's they're they're trying to actively grow YouTube shorts, but you pointed out a good thing. you pointed out a good um, good thing. You said that like they're vertical and YouTube is still very horizontal. So I still think that you're right. There's still a disconnect between the different kind of videos that you have to shoot for each one. It's almost like you have to shoot the shorts intentionally and it can't really be just right. I, mean, I guess you could do a clip if you're editing but
0: so I think that one they've got to really Two things, and once again, I'm going back to Pinterest because they, they they wanted to get on the TikTok bandwagon too. They have what they call idea pins, which is short form, you know, vertical content. And what they did is they started really giving that preference in the algorithm, which if you do that, you get shown more and, you know, it's highlighted. And two, they started paying creators to do it. So the big strike to me is that these views don't count towards monetization. And okay. so why would i put my content on youtube if i could go put it on uh, on TikTok and they're doing all this stuff and they're starting to do a creator fund and you, and you could see a little pattern i think more or even actually taking that stuff and put it on pinterest because they're paying yeah. you can actually see like your how much you get per whatever so yeah. i really think youtube needs to do that it still feels and I've, we've talked to some uh youtube experts that we have had on the show and it still feels like they're just trying to figure out still where this thing is supposed to go. I think it's been almost a year or yeah. more. They're like, yeah. what, well, how, you know, so well, um, it's interesting. You,
1: YouTube being YouTube, they are starting to test ads in shorts to see how that works. So I think that, uh, you know it's going to be something completely separate. So it doesn't count towards your channel monetization, but I think they are starting to like test out. So they're testing it as an op, as obviously as an ad space, Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) and
0: that was, and then this this green screen feature, this is totally trying to borrow something from TikTok Mm -hmm. because that's, you know, really popular. A lot of people use it, it's funny and they want to have the same thing there. So watch Facebook, probably is going to have that soon for Instagram, you just, you know, <laughs> it's going to happen. If something works on one platform, they're going to copy it really, really quick. So
1: oh, it'll um, show up on Instagram immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of Instagram.
0: Yes, Instagram. So Instagram news we have here. So Instagram's testing a new stories interface, which could have some big implications for your content strategy. So mm-hmm. this is really, really interesting. Um, it's there's a couple different things that are going to happen you know they're expanding i'll let you take this because you probably know more about it grace but this um what they're doing too is they they're limiting how many stories that you have too are we gonna talk about that later no but uh, so this just rolled out by the way um they're good they've been testing that they only show three of your story panels Mm -hmm. you know and we've talked about this in the show I'm not a big fan of when you can't even tell it's a dash because there's people have posted so many stinking stories that it's just like a long single, you know, a long line. And you're like, oh my gosh. Um, the only person who can get away with it is like Lou Mangello and Leslie Samuel. Cause they usually share good stories, but I digress the, the, but they're starting to test that you can only have three and then they have to click more for you to see it because uh, I guess people were abusing it or they're, they've seen that people abandon it after three so that's going to really change uh, a little bit on how people do their stories. Uh, especially like when you know, like I'm getting ready to go to the Vid, uh, Vidcon and a Podfest uh Vidfest and Podfest in Orlando, you know, usually when I'm at a conference, I go nuts with the stories. So yeah. is that going yeah. to affect it or not? So that's going to be really interesting.
1: Well, and it's interesting though because like it, and the way that the stories expire, like they expire over 24 hours and so if you've got a full day and you've told the story of your full day, right. You know there's going to be that tail end of that so it, d- it doesn't really make any sense out of right. context or whatever but anyway yeah. so i mean i don't know i don't really like you said it really depends on who the person is like if it's someone that's just sharing the same thing over and over again or it's just ad after you know promotion after promotion and not really giving a lot other than that i'm you know i'm probably gonna unfollow them but you know
0: yeah i mean it's if they're abu- but it's just weird Three's not a lot i no, mean and then they're gonna have like show all that you have to click on on the screen to see the rest of them so uh it's just really i don't know i I don't know what i think i know what they're thinking is i don't know if it's going to work so
1: yeah i I think it'll just be a turnoff because i mean people love stories didn't you know remember when peg came on and she's talking about how like stories is the first thing it's the most engaging it's the piece of content that people always love Mm -hmm. on instagram so i think that like why mess with it people are loving it they love it right so i I don't
0: so i think that some of the big influencers will probably start um doing three stories a day three panels in their stories a day and then saving stuff and doing it later or you know really start to curate it more so uh they are testing it right now but we will see what happens in the long run so
1: yeah Oh, we'll see. Uh, next up is they are Instagram is uh, expanding product tags to everyone in the feed. This was initially something that they began testing with U.S. creators and brand, and they're using them to help style their favorite products on Instagram and inspire creating inspiring content for the community. And then you would be able to tag the products within your posts or your story or your. Uh, videos, and then you would be able to uh, click directly to them and then share the products that you love. So this is something that they are now making available to everyone. And if you want to know how to add a product tag to your instagram feed then go to the instagram blog it's one of their announcements so it takes you step by step of how to do this so i think this is great i mean i think that you know you and i've talked a lot about how instagram is the place where you go to get inspired mm-hmm. to find products that you love it's a lot of you know lifestyle right. travel curating. a lot yeah, curating all that stuff and so why not if there's something in the in a a product that you can sell and you can link to the product and, you know, link to the brand that's selling it. Why not? I think that this is great and especially feeds right into that Instagram audience and what they're looking for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, next up is, um, the, uh, their messaging features. So this new DM feature. So I don't know much about, I don't use, I mean, I, I do use DMS on Instagram, but not, and it's very select people. I'm not a big DMer. I don't know about you, Grace, what uh, your thoughts are about it, but uh, um, I don't know. They're, they're doing these new DM features. What do you think?
1: Well, I think it's just the main thing about it is that you can reply while you browse. So you can receive new messages while you're browsing in your feed and you can reply without going to your inbox. So, uh, you know, for our podcast audience, you remember when you get into Instagram, there's the feed, and then you click on the stories and that takes up your full screen. Mm-hmm. The reels take up the full screen. They want you to take up the full screen. That's where they want to immerse you. But then to go into these DMs, which I don't know, depends on the type of business that you have, uh, you know, may or may not work for you. And you have to go to a whole other screen. So this el- eliminates that need to go someplace else. Um, I, I get I from- get
0: them trying to keep you on the platform, but once again, I don't want to be, if- it just seem would be distracting like if somebody's coming on while I'm browsing. I I like to go I guess I like to segment my stuff like Yeah. Instagram feed, DMs. I don't want it to I don't know. That's I'm just you know what? Get off my lawn, Grace. Come you on. know what it
1: reminds me of is like I was having to do a presentation this week for for work, and I was in a Google Slides or whatever, and they were like, "Oh, you can now integrate slides with da da da." And I was like, "Shut up! I'm in the middle of doing a presentation, <laughs> right? right? I'm
0: concentrating, yeah, yeah, yeah."
1: So like I can't. It's so I, it's when those product updates and it's and I don't like this. Maybe someone in product marketing could change this for a, for the, all of us right. in the world. But you go into these tools because they're tools for your business. You go into like Slack, because it's a tool for your business. Right. You go, all this stuff. And so you're there to do something. You're there to respond to something. I don't need an alert. And so I don't really like this. The other thing about this is that you can quickly send messages to friends and it shows you when they're online, which I think is a little weird because like for someone like you and I who always appear online, but we're not always online. Right. And I have this problem with a lot of um, a lot of messaging apps too, where if I'm logged in on one device, like my work computer And I switched to my phone because it's the weekend. It still shows that I'm available. I'm not available.
0: Leave Grace alone. She's trying to sleep, she's taking a nap. Leave her alone. (laughs) So. But
1: the other thing about DMs is the the most effective thing I've u- seen in DMs is when people are using like chatbots with it. When mm-hmm. you like, I think you know, you asked this question on on last week's show about like if you've got a quick question about like what time are you open? You know, what are you? Or, you know, when we're talking to Mitch about Bali, like if you have a quick question, like what are your hours? You know, do you have this? Do you have that? Are you open? Um, you know, those things can be quickly dealt with with an app, and I think that's a very useful thing when you're a business on on instagram i don't do a lot of like personal talking on there so personal
0: stuff i I reach out to some people but a lot of people contact me on instagram and that's fine i i'll do it it's just i don't i just yeah I, i have notifications off but when i go in there i'm like oh gary left me a message let me talk to him over there so yeah i think it's i think it's um i just don't want it to cross over i like to have my segments Like when I eat my dinner, I start with my steak and I go to my mashed potatoes and then I go to my (laughs) peas, you know, I'm very segmented.
1: Do you remember, okay, this is when like Facebook first acquired uh, WhatsApp and they had already, they had already acquired Instagram. And there was talk about like that inbox where like your Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. There's still
0: secret inboxes they talk about. I still see posts about that. And I'm like, if I I can't find it, what's the good of a secret inbox?
1: What a nightmare. I think that's like. It's like, didn't we learn anything from email? I don't answer
0: email. (laughs) Yeah, and it reminds me, so it's like the, like, uh, because it's funny because my wife, this is her last day at school, and, you know, they always clean everything at the end, and they flip over the desks. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's what the the inbox, the secret inbox is. It's like when you flip over the desk at the end of school, and you see all the junk and gum and nastiness that's underneath there. That's oh, what a secret inbox is. Okay, so,
1: guys, do not do not secret inbox our friend Jeff here. He yeah, And I'll off. never
0: see it. I just will I'll stay away. Yeah. So, all right. The last piece of Instagram news is that they are experimenting. They're testing. They, they're doing a lot of experimenting. They're testing a full screen home feed. Why? Because that's what TikTok does. Because <laughs> when you log into TikTok, the first thing you see besides maybe some ads is a, a full screen vertical video. So, that's what instagram is testing to is offering a similar instantly immersive experience which uh, brings they say is this is what they say is designed to bring video more front and center and then in parentheses to be more like tiktok no it doesn't say that but um it's <laughs> you know i i get it that they're trying they're compared they're competing and they want to have it there and i'm i think a full screen is great i love it when things are full screen uh i think it especially with our big phones that we have now it's kind of gorgeous and it kind of captures your attention um so i think it's it'll probably be a good thing for them they'll probably in my what i think will happen is they probably will make it permanent after this test because they'll see that more people uh, like it and use it and spend more time on it so um it's going to make the way photos appear in the feed a little bit different and that's going to cross you know when and whenever something changes on instagram or on socials the internet melts because they're taking away something that so many people love so yes it's going to be change it's going to cause controversy but in the end run the reason they're going to switch it is because the analytics say it works better so
1: well, anyway. I was going to make a joke about how this is on brand
0: because yeah, exactly. they
1: did say at the beginning of the year, or maybe it was the end of the last year, at least track, but that they wanted to be a video first platform. It was all going to be video all the time. Everything's video. We're going to prioritize video. And I very much have seen that in my own Instagram experience. So mm-hmm. this seems like, it seems like what they were out there doing. Yeah. Whatever happened to IGTV, Jeff? It's just rolled in. Talking? It's
0: rolled in now. <laughs> to instagram that's what they say it but it's just like you know they are just really copying uh i mean every 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 platform is scared of tiktok they just are i mean it can i you know when's it going to stop when it's going to when is it going to hit the high um because it just keeps on rolling and you know like we talked about at the beginning of the show some of the new features they're having some of the stuff they're going to do for live streams and all like the stuff and and unless you know one of these other apps kind of gets innovative and creates something really really cool i just don't i think they're always going to be second fiddle they're always going to be playing catch up until they can have something that the young the younguns really like to to have that um tiktok doesn't and so far uh instagram meta uh doesn't really have it
1: yeah, so I have a question for you. This that, this was a, a post I Uh-oh. saw on my, my yes, in my LinkedIn feed, and it was so insightful. Um, it, it was about all the different platforms. So, Facebook is still largely where you go to see family and friends, catch up on like that guy you went to high school with or that girl, like you know,
0: stalking. You're what, stalking people. You're Sorry. stalking
1: people, right? So it's, it's it's purely for stalking and also your uncle's racist rants. But anyway, like. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: sorry uncle duffy sorry
1: uncle uh so i um and so you know facebook is still very much that personal place youtube is where you go to learn things tiktok is where we go for entertainment linkedin of course is a professional network pinterest is inspiration aspiration search search. yeah like if you've got if if you really want to find things and learn how to and it's it's um the longevity and seasonality what am i missing here um snapchat
0: people still use snapchat kids still use it
1: to bully each other but
0: (laughs) or to take their filters and use it on to use
1: it on other platforms where do you so everything kind of has its thing that it's known for right Mm -hmm. what do you think instagram is like known for because it's trying to do everything and be everything for everyone but what do you think it's it used to be just like pretty photos and it was an escape and i don't think it's that anymore
0: that's a good question i think probably it's the platform of influencers like if i want to go find famous people if i want to see what courtney cox or jennifer aniston is you know doing or jennifer gardner who's cooking amazing things in your your kitchen and she's just amazing or a band what's you know or something like that or comedians there's i I love jim gaffigan on yeah. uh and Nate uh Nate Brzanski, I think he's on there all the time I love the comedians the clips that are happening on Instagram um uh, mm-hmm. I'm I think it's the platform for influencers now I think yeah. the raw video is, and funny stuff and cat stuff and all that is happening over on on TikTok the ability the ability to have make funny things out of about any clip is pretty cool with like their sound effects and their trending sounds and music. Um, you know, just your dog running, putting the right sound effects behind it can be hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. And the apps and the, the filters are starting to have. I mean, so Instagram, I would say, is the influencers. I don't know how long it's going to last. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny to me that TikTok is making the ability to have longer videos. Like, what is it now? 10 minutes now? I think. Oh my
1: god! Is and 10 so, minutes?
0: and my kids like, why would you ever watch something for ten minutes? They couldn't believe know. it. Like, who cares if they're doing it? Well, I think it's a shot across the ballot. YouTube, right? Because like, right. you can do it if if you want to have a longer video, come on over to TikTok. We've got short, we got long, we got everything. You don't need to go anywhere else. So, uh, you know, Instagram is just kind of playing in the middle somewhere, yeah. I guess
1: yeah i was just I, you know i i saw this post and i was like huh i never really thought of it because instagram's always just been there right and right. i think i still have very old feelings for instagram <laughs> right because it's been there for so long i don't know so that's interesting um
0: i don't know i don't know who the you know i'm sure it's trending older because all of meta is trending older um tiktok's where the youngins are and uh where things are happening brand deals are happening and. You know, it's interesting. It all depends on who you're marketing to, because this is we're talking about marketing a lot. Um, you know, wh- you've got to really dig into your demographics. Like, where if, where am I going to put my ad dollars? Where am I going to my you know put my focus? Is it going to be on the young people? If I'm selling sneakers, I'm on TikTok. If I'm selling, um, you know, something like uh, dresses, like a sale at um, Bloomingdale's or something, I would put it on Instagram. If I'm selling, you know, Insure, i'd probably or xlax i'd probably put it on facebook and meta so
1: i and got you didn't, too- get,
0: you didn't get that joke even <laughs> you were texting you were on instagram as we as i'm I did not that texting
1: joke. i was trying to figure out who uh we were trying to figure out who had like i was going to give credit to that post but you oh. know whatever credit's overrated TikTok. that's right we don't we no. don't give credit to originators on this show we just,
0: we just co-op i said so. so i never mind you can go back and watch the replay it was really funny though So, folks,
1: no, say it again. Say it again. I will
0: listen. No, I said, so the demographics. So, I said the demographics for uh, uh, what did I say? For TikTok is like if you were a sneaker company, that's where you want to sell to. If you on Instagram, if you're like having a sale at Bloomingdale's or dresses and stuff like that, would be Instagram. And if you wanted to sell Insure or X Locks, you would be on Meta.
1: (laughs) Okay. See, that was was good. So, you guys, uh, that was really good. It was on, so you got
0: it twice, the guys listening uh, to, to the. I, guess, so. I
1: got two more questions for you, Jeff. Okay. Since I never get to just interview you, we'll, oh we're going to make this a conversation. So, this was a so I was invited to speak on, uh, or to be a guest on our friend, my friend Fanny Dunnigan's show. She does um, LinkedIn. This is um, a great show. She helped- yeah. Yeah, she does a great show. She was doing a show on uh, her company uh, helps produce uh, shows for companies on LinkedIn. And so honored she invited me to talk about what else, social media trends. And I had two really good questions in that show that I wanted to bring to Jeff. One Mm. was like what do you think is the biggest technological advance on the horizon that we should be knowing about as content creators, as marketers, as influencers, what have you? And then the second question was, what do you think is the biggest challenge coming our way?
0: So the first one, what's the biggest tech that is coming?
1: Yeah, what is the biggest I, technology? So I think
0: it's so hyped and it's all over the feeds is web 3.0. Everybody's yeah. talking about um and NTFs and all that stuff. I am not so much with NTFs. Um, I mean, I think it's something that'll happen. I think people, I mean, it's already um, like in Fortnite, kids are buying skins and, and outfitting and, and putting real money to virtual stuff. I think that's true. Buying a digital Banksy or something like that and having it increase in value because it's owned digitally, I don't know if we're there yet. I think having like skins and add-ons and fun stuff to like games and stuff, I, That's that's already here. I don't know about this other stuff you know how much is it you know it's worth in the eye of the beholder like you know it's you know whatever um but so i think that might be overrated i think there's some interesting things happening but the the vr and the augmented stuff i think is really going to come i think that's really actually happening if you haven't strapped on, strapped on an oculus headset yet um it's kind of eye-opening when you when you do uh, i don't think it's it's open for everybody yet, but Apple's developing something. They just announced that yeah. this week that there's some cool yeah. stuff coming there. It's going to hit, I think, the professional world, like teaching and surgery and, you know, how to do stuff with your hands first and then it's in telehealth. I think mm-hmm. all that stuff is coming and it's some of the stuff is already here. It's just not widely adopted. I think that's what's really cool for tech coming on, uh, on mm-hmm. the horizons where it's going to be a lot more seamless. Uh, you don't, you know the headsets will be lighter we had mitch jackson on a couple shows back he had some really good points about it he's already using it for his law practice which he's super cutting edge and people are like what but it's working so it's coming um as for what we should be aware of i think the changes that are happening so fast and you can't get locked into one thing like i remember we were like was it i don't know how many years ago but like what is tiktok nobody's nobody understands TikTok. it's too short it's just for forget- kids oh snapchat yeah. was the same way i remember snapchat came out live video was the same way yeah. no it's, it's it's too hard and all this stuff so um i think change and be and seeing where your demographic is going first the yeah. other thing is is like read as much as you can and see where things are going But read where the users are going, not where the companies say you're supposed to go or the marketers say you're supposed to go. Where are people? Ask your kids. That's what I love to do. It's like, (laughs) do you guys even use this? I'm like, no, I don't even use that anymore. I said, like, I asked my daughter, and she's a a college. Do you guys use Snapchat? She goes, yeah, we get the filters. And then, you know, we talk back and forth and stuff. And then we go over here and then we go over here. And so bouncing around, that's the other thing, too, is like, I don't think we're going to be like, I just use Facebook. I just use this. I think it's going to be multiple places, but I don't know if that gave you any sort of answer, but
1: (laughs) well, I'll give you, I'll give you the answer I gave, I'll give you the answer I gave. So the biggest technology, I think I was less futuristic than you. You, 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 You're very futuristic. That's why I love you, Jeff. You're very, you're very much like thinking about the future, but I think in the immediate future, we're going to be finding more, there's going to be even more technology that allows us to create content and create a diversity of content Mm. faster.
0: Yes, right? so like the script like, like we talked about the script yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah and the fact that um and Jarvis or Jasper oh, yeah. Yeah. Jasper right i mean our friend Molly wrote an entire ad script with it right there are entire websites if you are um if you want to know what we're talking about go to the jasper maybe Jar- they still call it it's yes jasper. it's jasper.ai jasper.
0: as you yeah. want to go check it out it's really but cool. if you
1: go to the community on facebook i know you're going to have to like you know move past all the x ads, but swim your way past them and uh, go go find their community and you'll find all the interesting ways people are using this. And I will tell you the truth. I use it to write our captions and descriptions or I'll write something up and I'll run it through there to like improve it. You know, there's uh, we use Buddy. Mm-hmm. uh to improve our uh the searchability and the uh, you know the uh keywords for our, our descriptions on youtube and everything so i think we're going to be finding more and then of course tools like ecamm our sponsor that you know gone are the days where you can just turn on your mobile like get on facebook and be like hi guys hi how right. are you no <laughs> right. like now you have this like professional you know cnn inspired video broadcast maybe the filters and,
0: like, will be so good we don't have to get ready we could just get maybe. on and hit a filter that would be cool
1: or maybe we can just take this into the metaverse and yeah, I Avatar. Could like a giant, like avid, like I could be like a rhinoceros right now. Yeah, and, and you know.
0: yeah I could be the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man we, or something. But yeah,
1: yeah. So, so, yeah like, so I think that was my, that was my so, answer uh, for technology.
0: I wanted to loop back because when you were talking, one, those were all good things and I agree yeah. with you. The other thing is I kind of poo-pooed NFTs there, but I think it's great for creators, no. like, like no. artists. I think it's a good thing where they can sell stuff and now they're having options. And one of the persons who I follow and support is Mark Schaefer. One, he's very, very transparent about what he's doing. He's doing it with these creator coins. He's got his own coin. It's called Rise, uh, and you can find it over at rally.io. Rally is kind of the platform it's built on and it's really interesting to follow him because he's very transparent about what he's testing what he's trying it's up it's down it's not doing well here's why what's going on and he's learning along with us so if you're interested in any of that make sure you go follow mark schaefer one he's just brilliant he's a really cool guy and also the rally thing that he's doing uh, and with his rise coin i think is really really cool so um
1: you know, and he has, so, he's doing it for a good cause too, right? Like there's, yeah. there's a, and you can use well. like
0: you can use like the coins that you invest with him or whatever to get like on his podcast, and I mean all sorts of cool stuff that he's doing. Um, he's doing a, like a live event. He's he's like hey, everybody's talking about Discord, let's try Discord, and so he's got Discord set up, and so he is one that to follow um, because he's so transparent. And I think there is some value in supporting creators in that with their that those kind of uh the commodities kind of thing that they're doing so who knows what's going to happen um but it's really interesting to follow so i wanted to give that little blurb for mark because he's been in no. front of the show for a while yeah.
1: i appreciate it so jeff you and i both do live video we do we produce we're on all sides of it we produce it we're in front of it we we talk about it we talk to other people about it i get this question a lot especially because i work for restream but what do you think is the future of live video
0: uh, I think it's what we talked about today with TikTok. I think it's going to be more and more um, ways to interact with the, the audience. So, you know, we tested a long time ago and we probably didn't need to do another one. We did a, a Jack's box game where our audience yes. could play along with us. I love that kind of stuff. The more you can have fun with your audience and also like we try to teach and help people kind of navigate some of this stuff that's happening on social media and, and business and all this stuff online. And I think the more you can be interactive and kind of gamify it, make it a little bit fun, I think is the what's going to happen with live video. You can do that stuff now, but it's usually an add on and you have to run this over here and did it. And I think it's going to be I think like platforms like Ecamm are going to have it built in where you can do cool stuff. And so, uh, I mean, you can already do cool stuff with Ecamm, but it's going to be even more and more ways to interact with your audience. Being able to pull up comments on screen is amazing. And that's why we use the platforms we do. I think it's going to be more stuff where we can bring in like we do with volley and we do with other things to really get the the viewers a part of the show. What about you?
1: I think I think that it is going to be more interactive, more immersive. I think people are going to be wanting a smaller like the, the, the leap to the being able to see something and then buy it, like the mm-hmm. smaller you can make that leap, the faster and more immediate you can be for people that are selling products or courses or whatever. Um, I think that it will, uh, the shorter you can make that, the more successful you'll be. Uh, ultimately, you know, I think we and we talked about this in our show with Mitch, right? There's just we are oversaturated with social media, right? And not just social media, because when you think about Bali, you know, and please, if you didn't, if you haven't seen that episode with our friend, Mitch Don, please go back and watch it, because it is so interesting because Bali is taking on um, video conversation, video chats, video uh, communication, like Zoom and Skype, Mm -hmm. remember, Skype Uh, chat. And then also taking away that like social feed and Um, I mentioned on our show last week that we talked about, um, people talk about Zoom fatigue. They talk Mm -hmm. about social media fatigue. You know, chats they don't really talk about because that's more personal, but really ultimately what people are gonna be looking for is a sense of community and not a sense of like, you know, you know, I'm one of like 15,000 people that are interested in you wanting to clamor for you. Like they really want to feel heard. They wanna be part of that. So I think the more that you can build community, drive people to the things that they want, inform, educate, and teach with live video. I think that's the future of it's gonna be. And I think that our standards for uh, live video is just going to keep uh, increasing, you know, before you can come on and be a little grubby, not nearly know what you're doing, but now there's so many tools and- You still don't
0: know what you're doing. And we we're, still don't know, and we're still we, grumpy. And we're still grumpy. Yeah.
1: And we're still grumpy. Uh, wow, you can grumpy. quickly yep, add some <laughs> boom to your Zoom. Yeah, meetings I think with that just, First, to just, it's just—it's going to be a part of our and lives, and that Zoom Zoom we're going to be looking lives, for camera features. for it to be delivering. A lot so you can
0: add more. your logo yeah. to the corner, you can even add a QR code for more. Where can people find out more about the amazing image and video stuff? Even gifts. I am the video content manager over at ReStream. I host our live shows, host and produce our live shows over there. So us
1: on our you YouTube channel, stream.io you, you follow, find us on YouTube, and you can find me there. I'm also here every week with Jeff, except when I'm not. <laughs> That's
0: right. So <laughs> don't forget that this show is also a podcast. You can just go right over on your podcast player, leave us a rating and review. That would really help us out. And also share it with your friends. Uh, believe it or not, some people do not know that podcasts are free and you can listen to them uh, on your phone. So if you have a friend like that, smack them upside the head and show them how to leave us a rating review and how to listen to our show. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, It's on your favorite podcast player. Just go uh, wherever you're listening to this show from. Uh, If you're watching the show, well stop watching it and go over there and give us a rating review on your favorite podcast uh, player of choice. So you can also find us always at Amazon live Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and we have our next show, which is Friday, June 3rd at 11 a.m. Eastern 10 a.m. Central, Uh, Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for watching. Join us, by the way, on Volley. You can find us on Volley at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat. We'd love to continue the conversation with you over there. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.
1: And we'll be back live next week. That's right. (laughs) Social Social Media News Live.